Fire is a beast. The Prophet ﷺ explained that it will come on the Day of Judgment with 70,000 ropes on it. brothers and sisters right now I'm here at the dock as you can see there's some water there's some boats it's very dark it's very gloomy and sometimes you have those dark gloomy days and sometimes you need a bit of color to brighten up your day and I think I might have something that fits the bill let's have a look it's the McLaren 570s spider that's right, it's a convertible and I'll pop the roof once we get into the car. This is the younger brother of the 720S, which you've actually recorded an episode with, but most likely that won't be coming out until after this episode has gone out because obviously it's a better car, therefore it's going to come out later. With that said, let's get into the car, talk a bit about the car and a bit about the episode. So like his bigger brother, the 720S, the McLaren has a V8 engine. However, in this format, it puts out approximately 560 horsepower compared to that, which has 710 horsepower. So it's a big difference. And it's, it's kind of weird saying that this McLaren feels slow. It's not slow, like compared to most cars that most of you have driven, it's extremely, extremely fast. But just because I've driven that and a few other cars like the Ferrari um, 488 Spider and a few others, it doesn't feel as quick. But in a way, it's better because the power is more usable. Like in, in the other McLaren, you put your foot down, within two seconds you're at the speed limit and you have to let off. This one, you can rev it a little bit more, get the revs up, so on and so forth. And as mentioned, it is... A spider and that means obviously that the roof comes down now i want you guys to comment below do you prefer this car you've seen it with the roof up now let's have a look if we get a wide view of the car from outside that kind of means you have to go around to the side oh, okay. thank you very much for cooperating sir so let me know do you guys prefer the car like this or do you prefer the car when it had the roof up with that said let's get a quick sound check very nice. As always, as you know, the drill in Dubai, the traction control button is jammed. You can't do that, but you do have a few sport. You have normal mode, sport mode, track mode for the engine, normal mode, sport mode, track mode. And yeah, that's it. Let's get into the episode. What does it mean to love or hate for the sake of Allah? The most beloved thing to him and nothing is in comparison to Allah and his messenger. And your hate is in accordance to that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hates. The hate people just because of a religious issue. Lied against him, said Allah has a son. 
Imagine the heavens and the earth, they want to crack and open asunder and swallow the creation. I'm just saying, these are people who lie against Allah and lie against the Prophet, meaning they don't believe in Allah and the Messenger. They will never love you as a Muslim. People will never be for One who chases the dunya and one who chases knowledge. Alhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah, amma ba'd. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu, brothers and sisters. Let me just put it all in comfort mode so at least the engine noise won't be too loud. Inshallah, inshallah. So we are in the McLaren 570S. It's the spider, which means it's the convertible version. But obviously, because we're recording the episode, we've got the roof up. Maybe towards the end, we'll put it down. Now, strange thing is. I've actually already driven the McLaren 720S, which is the the highest one that we had on this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but this is probably going to come out first because this is, this is a lower car. Um, and yeah, a lot better. This car is quick, but it's not that quick. But compared to any other normal car, this is very quick. So if you're watching this at home, this is very, very, very quick. But because of the car that I drove the other day, this doesn't feel. That quick. Was it was it the McLaren or my Kofi fell off? No, that was the Audi R8 Spider. Let's get into the episode. So what I want to talk to you about today, yeah, is personally I think it's a very very important topic, and that is the issue of loving and hating for the sake of Allah. So what place does love and hate have in the religion for the sake of Allah? Yeah. Firstly, is there even a space? I mean, hate is a very strong word. So is that something which I've heard many people use it. I've heard Iran yeah. use it. I've heard other speakers use it. So we want to try and inshallah by the end of today, have a nice understanding of number one, what it's like to drive a McLaren 570 Yes, <laughs> And number two, love and hate in Islam. So first thing I want to ask you is, is why? Is it, oh, sorry, no, sorry, get the why. First thing I want to ask you is, what does it mean to love or hate? You know the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said He said man ahabba man ahabba lillah Whoever loves for the sake of Allah Whoever loves for the sake of Allah Woman abghada and whoever hates for the sake of Allah and whoever gives for the sake of Allah and whoever prevents for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this individual has completed his iman whoever loves and hates for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala these are from the characteristics that completes an individual's iman so literally hate hate loving and likewise hating for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a sign of an individual's iman and loving let's just stick with the first part loving and inshallah we can get to hating you know sure. and this this hub wal bugh is also called al wala wal bara al wala wal bara is to associate and de-associate for the sake of Allah love and hate for the sake of Allah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says women and nasi may those who 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He mentions from mankind, there are a group of people that associate deities with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, false deities, and they love them like they love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So they have this type of love. They have love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but they love other than Allah with Allah, which is a big mistake. Because this mahabba, this action of the heart is only for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Him and Him alone. And you cannot bring anything to that level with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, let alone more so than Are him. you saying you're not allowed to love anything but Allah? You can't love your parents, you can't love your spouse? Absolutely not. You cannot love anything the same that you, the way you love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Oh, you mean in the same way? In the same so way. you can love. You can love, bila shak. But not in this, not, not like an absolute complete. A hundred percent. And we'll mention, and we'll mention, and we'll mention what, what kind of love we're, we're speaking about. Mainly in this, in this uh, ride out, oh. in the episode of the ride out. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and this is what I want to stress on, is And the believers, they have this severe love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why would Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mention this? After mentioning the people who bring... Why? Because they have this khas love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Al-Bayhaqi rahimahullah, he mentions, He said, we take from this. We derive from this ayah. That, that loving for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the love of Allah, the love of His Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is fardul ayn. It is an individual obligation that every single body has to have. It's one of the conditions of the shahada, right? Al Mahabba. Naam, Jazakallah khaira. And also the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, just to include the Messenger because we specified Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, man ahabba lillah. We didn't mention the Prophet ﷺ, but why did Al-Bayhaqi mention this? It's because the Prophet ﷺ said, That you will not have true Iman, you will not have the completeness of Iman like we mentioned, the one who completes his Iman. If you do not love the Prophet ﷺ more than you love your father, your children, and every single human being on the face of the earth, the Prophet ﷺ is supposed to be the four, like in terms of the humans, you're supposed to love the Prophet ﷺ the most. And Imam Al-Qurtabi, he mentioned something beautiful as well. He says, وَفِي الْآيَةِ And he says, in this ayah that we mentioned, yeah. he says, دَلِيلٌ عَلَى وَجُوبِ حُبِّ اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ That in this ayah, it is a proof, it is a dalil, it is something that guides us. Al-Murshad. This ayah specifically, it is guiding us to the fact of the obligation of loving Allah and His Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And then he goes on to say, وَلَا خِلَافَ فِي ذَلِكَ بَيْنَ الْأُمَّةِ And he says, there is no khilaf at all when it comes to this in regards to the Ummah of, of, of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the scholars. They don't disagree at all that mahabba is wajib. فَرْضُ عَلَى كُلِّ مُسْلِمٍ upon every single Muslim. And then he goes on to say, And he said that this is, it takes precedence of over every single type of love. So love generally, it breaks into two as the scholars they mention. And this will answer, what does it mean to love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? There is this natural love it's natural love and then there is a religious type of love what do I mean by this if somebody spoke nice to you Abu Bakr sent some nice words to you 
bought you this car, you know, commented on your beautiful thawb, Allahumma barik. Naturally, you will feel a type of love, appreciation, love, respect that you yeah. want to give back to this individual. This is something that is natural. Yeah. But what we're speaking about is religious love. Religious love that only is deserving to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what does it mean to love Allah? Uh, love for the sake of Allah. Man ahabba lillah. That loves for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Is that he inclines what he loves with that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he loves the Muslims. So because of that, you are going to love the Muslims. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves that you salah, that you establish the prayer. So what are you going to do? You're going to love the prayer and establish it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves a slave that who is upon who is upon his ta'ah. So because of that, you are going to love a Muslim in accordance to, to his ta'ah. What does it mean? How do you practically manifest that? How do you practically manifest This is in the heart. This is in the heart. You loving, you loving your Muslim brothers, whether in the heart. Because again, what we're going to mention when we speak about uh, hate is the hukuk of a, uh, of a human. Every human has, and the Muslims, of course, they have more rights than a, than a regular human being, without yeah. a doubt. So uh, the, the, the love is in accordance to that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves. And the benefit of this, the Prophet ﷺ, he mentions, and this is why we should strive to have this love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger, is the Prophet ﷺ, he said thalath. He said thalath, three things. Man kunna fihi wajada halawata iman. If he finds these three things in his heart, he is going to taste the sweetness of iman. And this is something that we all strive for. We all strive to taste the sweetness of iman. He mentions, Man kana, man kana Allahu wa rasooluhu ahabba ilayhi mimma siwahuma. That he finds that Allah subhanahu he finds Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger the most beloved thing to him and nothing is in comparison to Allah and his messenger in his heart. Meaning Allah and his messenger are the foremost things that he loves in his heart. More and than it, anything more in than anyone. Anything in the dunya. In the, in the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if he has this in his heart, it is a means for him to taste the sweetness of Iman. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, another ayah that I want to bring up, which is going to lead us into the topic of al-bukh, hating for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is Allah mentions, لا تجد قوما لا تجد قوما يؤمنون بالله واليوم الآخر يوادون من حاد الله ورسوله you will not find a group of believing people who believe in Allah and the last day they have this mahabba wa mawadda to those who transgress beyond bounds when it comes to Allah and his messenger yeah you will not ha you will not find that love with them in their hearts whether it is their fathers their brothers their children their family members so what is the opposite of love if they do not have this love for them what are they going to have it is the hate for them hate it is hate you hate what Allah hates. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He hates kufr. So because of that, you're gonna hate you're gonna hate kufr. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He hates fisq. He hates disobedience and evil and that which is uh, transgress, uh, transgressing beyond beyond bounds, oppressors. You're gonna hate that as well. Your love is in accordance to that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves, and your hate is in accordance to that which 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hates. And the Prophet sallallahu he mentions, Indeed the highest grasp and branch of Iman and to that you love for the sake of Allah and you hate for the sake of Allah. This is the highest branch of Iman. That you love and you hate for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, isn't hate a bit of a strong word, isn't it? A bit extreme to say that you have to hate people just because of a religious issue. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Why? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hates them. So if, you, if you're saying that this is extreme, indirectly you're saying that it's extreme that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hates a group of people. Because my hate and my love is only in accordance to that which Allah and His Messenger loves and hates. Yeah. So by me, you're indirectly saying that I'm in, I'm being extreme for having hate in my heart because I'm trying to make that in accordance to what Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala hates. So indirectly, you're saying Allah is extreme in His hate. Wow. Okay, I understand. And from the balance, and one person, a people can say that it's extreme to hate. I can agree in the sense where it is extreme to hate if this hatred drives you to not be just. Hating to the extent, hate to the point where you go to the extent where you do not give the rights of the people. For example, a kafir, uh -huh. a non-believer, a non-Muslim. Yeah. We hate him for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh -huh. The reason being is because he's upon kufr. Yeah. But is that going to now make me not give him his rights? Show him respect deal with him in terms of uh, uh, selling and buying in a just manner, not uh, um, cheat him, so to speak. That, that hate should not drive me to do this. And likewise, or, not like blowing people up and doing uh, you know, suicide bombing and all this. That is extremism, okay. without a doubt. Okay, and that, okay, hate, okay. that hate is not real hate. Because imagine this, we hate for the sake of Allah mm -hmm. because of what? Because of ibadah. Yes. This is ibadah, this brings us closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh -huh. Because we hate for Allah, there's boundaries with that hate. Imagine that. That's the beauty of submitting Allah to Allah. Allah's already set the boundaries. Allah set the boundaries. So this hate that I have, I'm only doing it in terms of submission to Allah. And with that submission, there's boundaries. Mm. There's boundaries. Because again, we can hate a Muslim as well. You can hate a Muslim in some circumstances. And just because he, he, I hate him, does not mean I'm not going to return the salams. Mm. Does not mean I'm going to... Uh, respect them as a guest doesn't mean etc you're still going to give him the rights that he deserves etc and the example look at Ibrahim السلام, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says indeed there is a beautiful example with Ibrahim and those he was with when when they said to his people that indeed we are free from you and from that which you worship. Mm. So what did they do? They did this bara. They did this bara, this leaving, the association with the mushrikeen. Those who associate partners with them and likewise that which they worship. They said, كَفَرْنَا بِكُمْ وَبَدَا بَيْنَنَا وَبَيْنَكُمَ الْعَدَاوَةُ وَالْبَغْضَاءُ They put up a barrier between them and the kuffar and likewise hate. And this is a prophet. This is the Khalil of Allah Jalla wa Ala. Yeah. This is the dear, dear loved one of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, and this is an example where he hated the kuffar and he hated that which they worshipped. But just because you have this hate doesn't mean you do not give the people the rights. An example being your mother, your father. Imagine yeah. they're kuffar, they're they're from non-Muslims. Does that mean now I hate them to the extent where I don't give them the right? Allah Subhanahu wa Taala commanded me to have ihsan with my parents. 
be just and right to them. And look at the example of... Uh, of uh, find the balance, basically. 100%. And that's Islam. You know, one time I asked my teacher, I chased him and I went to the car and I begged him and I said, listen, I said, if I were to find just one thing in Islam, one thing that, what am I searching for? What is my purpose of what I'm doing everything? You know what he told me? He said, the, the purpose of, of your life right now, Adam, he says, is to strike the balance. Once you strike the balance... In everything. In everything. Whether that be eating and drinking and sleeping and food and your dealings with people and your selling and your buying, etc. Yeah. Everything. The goal is to strike that balance for we are an ummah. We are a nation upon balance. Even in terms of belief, we need to have balance in our belief. And going back to hating an individual for the sake of Allah but having a natural love for them is the example of the parents. And look at the Prophet wasallam. Look at the Prophet wasallam. He loved his uncle. And his uncle aided him in the religion. Even though he was non-Muslim. Even though he was a non-Muslim. The Prophet had love for him. That to the point where he asked Allah to forgive him. And that's when Allah said that the ayah that it is not befitting for the Prophet and nor the believers to seek refuge for those who are not Muslims. But he still had this love. So this natural, natural love. You can't help love. It. And likewise a companion. He was the leaders. Uh, he, uh, the Prophet sent a companion to the Jews. And he said that you are the most hated to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But what did he mention? He said, that's not going to deprive me of being just with you guys when it comes to selling and buying. And, of course, we have narrations from the Salaf, the likes of Imam Ahmed, to demonstrate that hate for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a praiseworthy characteristic. Imam Ahmed, he said, لا أقدر أن أنظر he said, I cannot stand, I am not capable of looking at someone who transgressed beyond bounds and lied against Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Who turned against Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, lied against him, said Allah has a son. Imagine the heavens and the earth, they want to crack and open asunder and swallow the creation. So that even the creation of Allah has hate for the kuffar. So who are we when we know Allah? And we know what Allah loves and we know what Allah hates, not to reciprocate that as well. Not in the terms of going beyond bounds and not like demonstrating in a bad way, but in a sense we're having this, this action of ibadah in the heart. Within the boundaries set by Allah. Within the boundaries that are set by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To hate for the sake of Allah is submission to Allah and likewise with that submission comes boundaries. To love for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a submission to Allah jalla wa'ala. So, what are the consequences if someone says, you know what, I just can't bring myself to hate Kufar. I believe that hate's a negative thing, you know, we should all be about peace and love, you know, that's what Islam is, it's all about loving each other and being good and so on and so forth. How would you, you know, address a person with that sort of mentality? I would say first and foremost, to go back and learn what Islam really is. Okay. Because Islam is not Islam is a peaceful religion. Uh-huh. Without a doubt. Yeah. But Islam is not peace. It doesn't mean peace. Islam is a religion of submission. Al Istislam Wait, so the word Islam doesn't mean peace? It doesn't mean peace. It doesn't you sure? mean peace. That's what it said on Twitter. Twitter people always say, you know, Islam means peace. It doesn't mean peace. It means 
الكلام لله بالتوحيد والانقياد بالطاعة and that you submit to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with ba'a wal bara'u min al-shirk wa ahli and that you stay away from shirk and his people that's Islam so Islam is not peace and oh why do we have to hate Islam is freeing yourself from the shirk and the people of shirk that is Islam so you can't say but Islam is this so I don't want to do that doesn't make any sense and what did I mention I mentioned a clear cut nas of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam inna awthaqa urwa al-eeman and to Allah, the highest branch of Iman is that you love for the sake of Allah and you hate for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yeah. And Allah mentions himself and Allah has He has love for people and He has hate for people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who are we to think with this little intellect that first and foremost Allah gave us to think that this is something extreme and I'm not capable of doing it? If you're not capable of doing it, then you need to increase in your ibadah. You need to increase in salah. You need to increase in sadaqah. You need to increase in talab al-ilm. You need to increase in your connection and your knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to aid your iman. Make your iman rise. That way you can reach such a high standard as the Salaf alayhim had, likewise the companions. The companion mentioned, you are the most hated to Allah, but that's not going to stop me from being unjust to you. So he knew that Allah is despised. Allah, you see what I'm saying? Surah Al-Fatiha. So, because of that, he, he, he understood this. And he had this quality in his heart, this characteristic in his heart, this action in his heart. But again, he did not trust, he did not transgress beyond bounds. So, Al-Hub, Wal-Bugh, Al-Wala, Wal-Bara is something very important in our religion and something that we should have residing in our hearts. Alhamdulillah. And that was really, really insightful, really, really interesting conversation. Alhamdulillah. Barakallah And, 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 I know some people, like, I, I, I really, really, truly, like, I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to put sincerity, of the full sincerity in this statement. My dear respected brothers and sisters, those who have Muslims that are, uh, those who have companions that are non Muslims, these are people. Again, I'm not attacking their, you know, them and who they are and how you are with them or how they are with you. I'm just saying, these are people who lie against Allah and lie against His Prophet, meaning they don't believe in Allah nor their Messenger. They will never love you as a Muslim. They will never love you, you being a Muslim. So long as you believe in Allah and His Messenger and you try to implement your deen, they will never love you for this. So why are you giving that which is deserving to Allah to people who are enemies of Allah? Subhanahu wa ta'ala, tabaraka wa ta'ala. You know when the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Al-mar'u ala deeni khalili falyandur ahaduhum ayukhalid. And a man is on the religion of his friend, so beware who you take as a friend. This individual with you realizing or not realizing can be affecting your religion in, in, in reality. So it's not worth it. It's not worth it. We have a little time in this world. We're going to pass away. You know, why be with somebody who doesn't hold the same values as you? Who will affect you? Your purpose of life. Allah ta'ala. Anything that I said that was good was from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His Messenger. Oh, it was from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And anything that I said that was wrong is for me and from a shaytan. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His religion is free from it. Subhanakallah wa bihamdik. Ashhadu an la ilaha illa ant astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Barakallahu feek habibi. Jazakallah khair. That was very 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 beneficial. Alhamdulillah. 
hopefully people watching this also benefited. Inshallah. And uh, Inshallah. yeah, man. So we gotta talk about the car, right? Where do you wanna start, bro? I don't know, man. It's yellow. It's yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's one interesting thing about it. It's, it stands out. Yeah, exactly. Me personally, bro, I'm shattered today. But how about you? Oh, yeah, me too. Well, I'm smart. Uh, with the glasses, you can't tell. Uh, my eyes are red. <laughs> bro, trust me, man. My eyes literally just fall out. And I, and I have to change this car again. Yeah, we have to go back. We picked it up. What? Literally, like we we picked up the car, pulled the camera equipment in. We picked up another car, did two episodes in that car, flopped on one, but then <laughs> dropped that car off, picked up this car, do an episode. Now we're dropping this car and grabbing another car from. The it's uh, not uh, why uh, you know what I had in mind when you know we said yeah, go to Dubai and but, but Alhamdulillah, yeah, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, you know we're in amazing cars, you know enjoying the cars. Having a very good time, alhamdulillah. Just obviously, we're working, so naturally, you know, things can get quite tiring, to say the least. But yeah, alhamdulillah. What should we uh, drop the top? Yeah, I don't know, I don't have to do it while we're. What about this thing? I should be calm. You sure? Yeah. Isn't it gonna go down? No, I'll stop it from going down. It goes down, it goes down. Okay, alhamdulillah. A drop top, a drop top, drop top. There you go. I mean, it's probably too much wind noise right now, so I don't know if they're going to be able to hear us. But alhamdulillah, I mean, we've had a few drop tops. Yeah. We had the Maserati. Yeah. We had the Porsche. Yeah. We had the Audi. Uh, Audi, Audi R8. R8. The Ferrari. The McLaren. No, that's that's this one. No, but the other McLaren. Ferrari. No, that wasn't drop top. So that wasn't drop top. No, that wasn't drop top. For real? Yeah. That was a coup. That was fire though. That was faster than this. I want to say, yeah. I love all you guys for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What if there's a cafe watching? May Allah guide you. May Allah guide you. <laughs> Allah guide you. Alhamdulillah, man. So, Adam, how are you finding Dubai so far? Well, like, to be honest with you, I've been here before. I've been in Dubai before. But when I came to Dubai, I was on a different I was on a different tip. Like, not like a bad tip, but I was just on some thought of the stuff. So. I didn't really get to go around and enjoy much. I enjoyed it though. Like I, I came for, I benefited. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. This time we came for da'wah, and like of course like we're enjoying ourselves as well. The book fair. So Alhamdulillah, it's a different experience, mm -hmm. and I'm loving it. Especially me, I'm all about a khuwa. You know the Prophet Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. He says, "Innamal mu'minuna ikhwa." Indeed, the believers, those who have iman in their hearts, are brothers. So I'm, I'm all about this khuwa stuff, you know what I mean? So I'm just I'm just happy that I'm even with the brothers while I having a good time with I, the brothers. I could be in the slums with the brothers, I'll enjoy myself. We have garbage bags on the floor, dumping rice and chicken on the floor. I'm good fam, as long as I'm with the brothers. Alhamdulillah. You know what I mean? So being with the brothers, nice cars, never been in cars like this in my life, you know? Likewise. Yeah. Since Friday. Alhamdulillah, yeah. Since Friday. That's it. But now I'm gonna even me slowly starting to wear off. I'm thinking about it, yeah. I don't think I could have a car like this. Personally, myself. For real? On a day, yeah, no, number one, it's quite uncomfortable after a while. Like my back's really oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't see. And you number two, it's very stiff, so the suspension. That's true. But number three, in a car like this, it's so easy to, to forget how fast you're going. Yeah, Hannah, you catch it. And like, it's, yeah, it's just like, and, and you know, it, you've got all this power, you want to use it. You want to put your foot down, you yeah, want you to drive want, fast. Yeah, Do you get yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So. Bro, you mean looking at other cars now, I'm not picky when it comes to cars. But bro, me looking at this car right now, I, I don't even want to sit in it. 
you're alive, I don't even sit in that. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm thinking I moved up in life. Yeah, yeah, I want to keep us humble. Like, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. <laughs> but yeah, man, I've, I personally, I'm happy with my Astra, bro. That's me. Like, what, say it again? So I'm happy with my Astra. You know, What's my, that? It's, it's the car that I drive myself. It's okay. a little Astra, nothing special, nothing too amazing, nothing too fast. But after sitting in these cars, you know, you know how they say in it, the father they say, uh, never meet your heroes because you might be disappointed. Meaning something that you've always wanted to do, wow. I mean, you do it, you might be disappointed. But they well, say like, from the angle of so deep, you know but, that. But they, but what, what they mean it from a, from the angle of if you do it, you 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 might be disappointed. Meaning it's a bad thing. But for us, it's more a thing where you know if you're chasing after the dunya, you'll never be pleased. Once you get it, you want more. Once you get it, you want more. Once you get it, you want more. You know, I, I forget who said that. I think if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, the Prophet mentioned this. He said two people will never be full. Two people will never be full. One who chases the dunya and mm -hmm. one who chases knowledge. They'll never get full. Dunya and knowledge, yeah? Yeah. Deep, huh? Mm, it's true. The knowledge yeah. is... Uh, it's a bahar. Yeah, it never ends. It's a bahar. Well, that being said, ladies and gentlemen, how can I take it? How do you think? With that being said, <laughs> brothers and sisters, we'll just put it into sport mode for a quick second just so you guys can hear the engine. Give you a little rev in neutral. I personally believe someone who has this car is going to end up with brain damage. Why? Because you know, every time, every time you accelerate and you go like that, you know, your brain shakes. Your brain shakes? Yeah, your brain shakes. Like shake, shake. Yeah, imagine going like that. The brain shakes, and especially when you hit it back on the seat. So imagine every time you're going, it's not good for the head. Well, so you're actually making a brain shake. Yeah. <laughs> and your brain so someone put a straw in there. Anyway, listen, we're waffling now. Guys, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Peace. The reason why sleep was even created by Allah SWT in the first place. So if you live for 60 years, my bro, you slept for 20 years. He yeah. descends to the lowest heaven in the way that befits his majesty subhanahu wa ta'ala and he says, who is calling me so that I may respond? Who is asking me so I may give? Who is seeking forgiveness so I may forgive? Because there sense? are some people who forsake their sleep for the one that they love, but it's not Allah, it's their girl ah, or it's their wife. They're sitting on the phone talking madness and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has descended to the lowest heaven in the way that befits his majesty. He said, you'd rather be on the phone to your girl or the girl rather be on the phone to his man. He's going to dump him anyway. Man, I'm saying every minute that you're sleeping, it's written for you as reward. You'll be able to do those three hours of sleep, what a man can't do with six hours of sleep. They don't surrender and let sleep. They don't surrender and say, hey, oh yeah, I'm gonna go sleep now.